Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Getting proper mental health care can help you feel more like you. That's why Cerebral offers convenient access to online mental health services, including therapy and medication management. Cerebral's diverse clinician team can help with anxiety, insomnia, relationship issues, workplace stress, and more. You can schedule and communicate with your care team through Cerebral's mobile app and attend your sessions from the comfort of your own home. Get started with or without insurance. Plus, you can use your FSA or HSA. Start your first month for 50% off at Cerebral.com slash ACAST. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. I'm Jesse Cruikshank, and I've always been told I have a face for podcasting. So I launched a podcast. It's called Phone a Friend because each week I'll break down the biggest stories in pop culture. But when I have questions, I get to phone a friend. I'll phone a royal watcher to find out why Prince Harry is acting like a real housewife. I'll phone a tween to please explain euphoria. And maybe I'll even phone a Backstreet Boy to find out if I still have a chance. I don't? Okay. New episodes drop every Thursday wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com All right, it's Dave here. I'm with my wife, Kathy. Hello. And we're doing another cinema, except we're not uh, actually walking to the cinema this time because we've moved house. We moved house. We live in a new place. And where we're moving is getting a cinema. That was top of our list, but not for a couple of months. It's not built yet. Yeah, that's why we bought it. <laughs> we bought a place that was exactly one mile away from the cinema because that's how committed we are to this podcast. Yes. But in the meantime, we're going to Staines, where we've never been to go to the cinema. We're on the train. So yeah. people will know Staines as the home of Ali G. Oh, is that where he's from? Yeah. The fictional character Ali G. Yes. Not a fictional place. <laughs> Real, Real place. place. Apparently there's quite a nice cinema there, so... Um, so we put a Twitter poll out um, for our Twitter fans to decide what movie they wanted to see next. Um, rather than putting out a range of things, I foolishly just picked Alien yeah. Covenant or A Dog's Purpose. So Dave put two <laughs> movies that I didn't want to see in this poll, and then because so many people voted, we have to go now, according to Dave. Um, yeah. Apparently t- Twitter poll is binding, as binding as uh, Brexit. Yes. <laughs> so a large majority of you chose Alien Covenant. Um, which I thought it could have swung the other way because I thought people might have wanted to punish us and send us to a dog's well I don't know which Dennis is a bigger Quaid. punish because I do not want to see Alien Covenant I'd rather see a dog's yeah. purpose and I, I mean, voted for a dog's purpose did you? yeah oh well I'm sorry you were vastly outnumbered <laughs> people would much rather you suffer through this so for anyone who doesn't know Cathy uh, and me went to see Prometheus when we were living in uh, why would anyone know? nobody will know that 
I'm sure somebody will, will know. Our friends know that. I highly doubt it. So probably the people we went to the cinema. Oh no, we went by ourselves. And you, and you fell asleep. Yeah, I fell asleep. I hated it. I thought it was such <laughs> a crap. I know, I can't remember it, so my criticism is, isn't fair. But at the time, I thought it was really dull and self-interested. What do you remember of it? Self-interested. And I fell asleep for an hour and I distinctly remember waking up and going, holy cow, this is still on. Like, I really thought it would have been finished by now. I was just surprised that you said, holy cow. <laughs> I didn't say holy cow. I'm, I'm moderating myself the podcast. Um, I remember Charlie's Throne was in it. And I remember that Michael Fassbender was like an android or something. Yeah. And that's it. Well, funnily enough, I didn't fall asleep, and I'm still struggling to remember it. No one can remember it. I was um, having a conversation at work with the two work colleagues about the film, and we all tried to describe to each other what it was about, and we all said three completely different things. Um, So that kind of says. Does it matter though? Does it if we don't remember that to see this one? I think this is a direct follow-on from that. I think Um, it doesn't matter. I've heard that, and I've heard. um, I'm slightly optimistic because I've heard this is better. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think this is more... It's got more of that in original alien DNA thrown into it. So, actually, I have a bone to pick with you on that. Why? Because um, for years, I've been trying to get you to watch Alien or Aliens with me, the Undisputed because I've seen them already. No, this is, this is my bone to pick, because you haven't seen either of them, despite the fact that you claim you have. I have seen uh, them. You no, can't you ha- tell me I haven't seen <laughs> them. <laughs> yes, I can. You can. Because you absolutely haven't. Here's what happened. Like, you watched, like, ten minutes of um, one No, of I watched both of those movies when time. I was a teenager. Whatever. I know you did. I did. I don't know why you think I didn't. I just can't remember them. Oh, there's the door. But I have very poor recall of movies. Um, but I did watch them when I was younger. But and like I liked The opposite them. of total recall. Yeah, the opposite of total recall. <laughs> I didn't... Um, I liked them when I was younger. But now I'm not... I like sci-fi movies, but I, I don't particularly like horror, horror movies a lot, so... This is a bit of both, I think. So I don't think I'm going to be into it. I like horror sci-fi movies. I think that's possibly one of my favorite yeah. genres, like Event Horizon. So I assume you love the original Alien movies. Then. Oh, I love them. I actually, um, when we were packing up the house on our last night, you went to bed early because you were really tired, and I stayed up. And Aliens was on film four. Oh, was it? And I watched far too much of it. Oh well, that's disappointing was, that you watched so that, and now you're going to see this, which is going to be terrible. Yeah, this is pretty much going to be a step yeah. down. But we will, we should say Ridley Scott's back again, oh. so at the very least it should look amazing. Um, so he's directed it? He's directing oh, it. Oh, I didn't know that. Did he direct Prometheus? He did. So that's not a good sign then? Well, <laughs> no, no. What's but different from Prometheus? The writer, so Damon Lindelof wrote Prometheus, and he is the writer, one of the chief writers of Lost. Which so he set up all these ridiculous mysteries just like Lost, and they were completely unanswered. Okay. So that's why that film was so unsatisfying. Not that you even were awake for any of the no. mysteries. <laughs> so that didn't matter. Um, so two different writers. I think one of the guys with Gladiator is on board. Yeah. Um, so. Stop kicking my going. Stop. Bit of a flavour there from Virginia Ward. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I but who wrote this be one? Better. Not Damon Lindelof. No, that's what I'm saying. Not oh, Damon right, Lindelof. Okay. I just looked him. I didn't recognise the guys' names. Um, okay. so All right, well, it. let's do. We've nothing much to say about this. No. Um, Dave, next time you do a Twitter poll, confer with me first. <laughs> I did I'm confer not, with you. I sent you a text. I didn't realise that you were only putting these two options, though, because I actually want to see that um, British comedy. Oh, Mindhorn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that wasn't. That's not in um, Stain Cinema. Okay. 
Um, so we're but gonna I would much rather see that. We're going to do over the next few weeks a tour of like various cinemas of, of Surrey. Yes. <laughs> so until our new one. Yeah. Shows up. Um, all right. All right. Okay. All right. We'll see you in a bit. Uh, in a bit. Bye. So uh, we are just out of Alien Covenant in the View Stains. That was a um, really good cinema experience, actually. I've I loved it. I haven't been in um, such a nice new multiplex ever. It was like the comfiest seats ever, the best screen ever. Yeah, I'd forgotten yeah. what a, what um, a big sort of corporate uh, cineplex experience can offer. Because when we first got in, because I prefer sort of local independent cinemas, I think most people would say that. Um, I, I I love a local independent cinema, but the problem sometimes with that is they've got very few screens and therefore very few movies. And if you go to the cinema as much as we do, we've lived in places before with lovely little local cinemas, which I love and I support, but they might play the same movie for four weeks in two screens. Yeah, um, whereas you get, do get a lot of choice here. Uh, so that actually, was awesome to watch a blockbuster in, though. I reckon, was that 4K or was it was super high definition anyway? It was, it was like, like the best screen I've ever so, seen. So, so good and yeah. the seats were comfortable. Anyway, anyway uh, enough about that. Anyway, um, I also had my first genuine 4G experience because as the alien was coming out of the guy's stomach, our baby kicked in my stomach. <laughs> no way. <laughs> oh my I God. mean, to be fair, it was kicking for the whole movie, but in that particular moment, it also kicked. That's and that creepy. was truly immersive. So I think actually the cinema should market that experience. Um, that's amazing. To be fair, several times you grab my hand during the cinema, and I because I've started to feel the kicks now, and it is just incredible. Well, it was incredible in the wrong kind of way. <laughs> was it freaking you out? <laughs> it, was, it was just interesting. Um, you walking the right way. I don't know where to go. Yeah, I think yeah, this okay. is the way we can. Um, so anyway, let's talk about the movie. Uh, all right, no spoilers. No spoilers. Uh, but I, I do, we have a lot to say in spoilers, yeah. so uh, let's not spend too long but uh, general impressions uh, general impression I really like really enjoyed it which Um, I was not expecting to at all yeah I liked it as well I thought it was was very good I I thoroughly enjoyed it actually I completely surprised myself and I know I had like severely lowered my own expectations but and I I don't think you would ever have need to see an alien movie or Prometheus at all no I mean um, there's a there's a whole there's basically a, a line in this which explains everything that happened in Prometheus so you don't have to go see it it's like yeah <laughs> please just like, don't bother there's a whole bit of exposition um, but yeah I would say this is what uh, what, I, what I didn't like about it was that there's not a whole lot of originality here no, it feels very no. much like uh, a, a by the numbers alien movie yeah but it's it, like what the fifth or sixth movie in the franchise yes but I, I'd like to see a little bit of invention I guess they tried that in Prometheus and everyone complained so it feels like they got scared and ran back to what they know works which is it's oh, there's a lot of familiar alien beats in here I mean you're talking there's a um, you know I, I don't know how much I want to even say no spoilers. let's avoid spoilers yeah. let's just say they had 
kind of a good core principle of the movie, which is a kick-ass female character. She was amazing, Daniels. Yeah, play, um, played by, we looked her up, Catherine Waterston, who was in Fantastic Beast. Yes. She was excellent in this. She was she just She was kick-ass, and she was... Well, besides Mike, Michael Fassbender, who yeah. killed it. He was amazing. But she was, at one point, it's so weird, and we do hang out too much with each other we both turned to each other in the exact same moment and said she's, she's cool, cool. <laughs> she is cool <laughs> she was doing a really cool thing at the time yeah. though, uh, which we'll talk about and spoiler. she also reminds me of Demi Moore in Ghost it's like basically the same look which I'm into yeah she had the same sort of shaggy uh, <laughs> 90s bob what yeah. do you call that is it a bob it's more like the haircut Leonardo DiCaprio ha- used to have Back in his 90s heyday. And <laughs> no, I'm in, that was I'm the, into it. No, it wasn't. He used to have... You mean the Titanic days? He had the sort of curtain thing. Yeah, that's what she it? had. Anyway. Where you had the she's awesome. Michael Fassbender was amazing. Yeah. It was like... I just thought it was really enjoyable. Do you I know what? Totally it was, recommend it. It, um, it sort of ties up... It ties up all the Prometheus stuff quite nicely. It basically says, it's, please don't forget we ever made this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a very solid alien movie. There were some, there were a couple of moments in this which were genuinely inventive, um, sort of action scenes. Um, it's the, better than life, which is the essential knockoff we reviewed a couple of episodes ago. It is better than life, yeah. and it's better than Prometheus, and it's probably, you know, it's 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 a bit better than probably Alien three and four. So oh, I never saw them. I mean, which have their merits as well. But look, it, it it has a lot going for it. I would like to kind of get to spoilers okay, let's quickly. Go to spoiler street. I would Firstly, say before spoilers, I would say go and see it in a really big screen like we just saw it in because that was really cool. It was beautiful yeah. to look at. Um, Don't go and see it in a small screen. It does get a bit... The colour palette gets a bit sort of... I liked... The w- they land on a planet. That's not a spoiler. It's in the trailer. Um, but it's very sort of rainy and grey. I sort of like that effect. It looked like Ireland. It did, it did look like Ireland. I wonder if it was a shot. Um... But it does get a bit. There's, there's. It's so sort of gloomy. lacking in color and gloomy yeah. that after a while I was like, ugh. But I loved the set design in all these movies. Like the ship felt very close to what uh, what you get in the Nostromo in the original. Uh, it feels like a sort of predecessor to that. Although is this supposed to be a prequel to Alien? This is a prequel to Alien okay, and a yeah. sequel to Prometheus. Um, it was cool. It was actually a really good prequel to Alien. So I would look. I, look, I would say if you like. The Alien movies, you're not going to see anything like very fresh here, particularly. There's a few nice scenarios, um, but it's kind of more of the same, but done quite well. It's executed quite well, and it looks good, and there's some really fun bits. So I I would would recommend it. If you're like me and you don't really remember the Alien movies and you didn't like Prometheus and you don't really like horror, actually, this is still really enjoyable because it wasn't very scary. No, there were quite some tense moments, but tense, no, it wasn't but no, particularly scary. No, really scary. Um, I actually thought the gore was quite fun. Like I laughed a couple of times at the gore. We were laughing a lot. Yeah. It was a fun experience. We had we had a, just a great trip to the cinema. There, Did you notice we? somebody got up All and walked out? I thought they were going to the toilet. Oh, maybe that was it. How did, why <laughs> were, you, were you looking to see if they got back? No. So actually, I don't know why he thought he Because right, I went to the toilet yeah, and missed a crucial on. scene. Yeah, Dave missed the most awesome scene uh. in the movie. <laughs> anyway, we're now turning right. on to story- Spoiler Streets in Stains. Spoilers. Stains spoilers. <laughs> spoilers for Alien Covenant starting now. So yeah, I, wa- I got up and walked out, went to the toilet. I, ra- missed- I actually ran to the toilet because I don't like missing anything. But you I was missed- bursting because you bought um, the biggest Coke I've ever seen. I know. Uh, it's my vice now combo, that I'm um, and I just couldn't stop pregnant. going at it. And uh, but anyway, so you miss the most awesome scene ever, which is Michael Fassbender punching an alien in the face. Yeah, I cannot believe I missed that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go on YouTube it. Or it was. Re- I mean, it was fun, but like, yeah, I just, I really, um, 
All right, Michael Fassbender's arc was class. Michael Fassbender was amazing in that movie. Yeah. Um, just David was the best part of Prometheus, and I like that they sort of acknowledge that and just double down on it. Like I like that he's sort of this crazy god. And um, I will say most of the plot was completely predictable. I thought oh, from yeah, the opening, totally predictable. from the opening scene, which sort of set the theme for the film, which was him and Guy Pearce, and he's asking I love all these Guy questions Pierce as well. about. No, that was like a kind of a great scene, like. Uh, it's a know, great opening scene. Um, what, what, are you are my creator. Who created you? Blah blah blah. You kind of, it does set set up the fact. It really set it that up. He wants to be a creator. and it set it up because Guy Pearce says, "Get me a cup of tea." And Dave is like, "Not happy." He's like, "He's, he's newborn," and he's going, "I'm not getting you this yeah. tea." Which but, you, okay. you might remember because you were asleep in Prometheus, but that relationship was very much present there as well. I don't, I don't remember. remember. I don't remember if he kills him or what. But da- I'm sure he kills David him. was basically crazy batshit in that one as well. But my favorite thing is okay. So David's blonde, right? And he's an android. Yeah. So do androids' no. hairs grow? Sorry. Um. To be fair, you probably don't remember this either because you were asleep. But David isn't blonde. He dyes his hair blonde in Prometheus. So presumably oh. the dye would have gone out of his hair. That's why it went back to being... You could almost see the roots coming out. Okay, but why oh, is his hair long? Androids don't grow hair. Do androids grow hair? I guess they do in this world. Okay, so that makes well, more they're sense. Well, they're, they're made of uh, flesh, aren't they? And uh, Because I thought when, when he cut Ooh, his hair in a scene which was very much like Julia Roberts in Sleeping with the Enemy, he cut and dyed his hair. I thought... I, no, he cut it, but I thought he dyed it as well. I was like, where is he getting the hair dye from? Well, can we can we acknowledge the fact that as soon as David cuts his hair and shows up with the exact same oh God, hair as yeah. Walter, we both turned to each other and said, all right, there's a swapsies coming. <laughs> um, and the, the, Classic. They even, when they had their fight, they had a, like, a, a ridiculous cutaway moment um, where, where we don't see Walter killing David. Yeah, and if anyone, if anyone in the movie... Well, so that... Because you don't but, see yeah, clearly, David winning, but which is what odd, happened. Yeah, but obviously, of course, the crew don't know it's a swap seat, but there's no way the audience didn't know it was. But that's my point. We, and we were kind of wondering, is there anyone in the audience who was surprised by that ending? And if you are one of those people, please do write in, because I do not think that person exists. No, anyone it would be a kid. It would be a young kid. But it's a 15s movie. Yeah. Is it a 15s? Is yeah. that what it was? Yeah, you'd have to be... Anyone who's seen... You know, at least ten movies before would have seen that that twist flag like sign. Well, anyone who's read Sweet Valley High would know as well. Like, if if you know anything about <laughs> twins or clones, they will swap at some point. Alien Covenant is the Sweet Valley High <laughs> of alien movies. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, there's no point in having two identical characters unless you're going to swap them. Like, none. We didn't even get no. to see him cutting off his own hand, which I would have been into. No, but yeah. I don't think he feels pain because when Daniels was stapling his hand, his face, he wasn't flinching. And didn't? And I turned to you at that bit and said, "She's going to catch him out with the cabin line." Like they set up that Chekhov's yeah. cabin very early also, on. Also, why was James Franco in it for like one nanosecond? <laughs> I'll. Uh, I don't know. They kind of. Um, so you didn't see this, but there was a YouTube video. Which was uh, there, were, there was a couple of YouTube videos which were essentially prequels to this movie, which God. is a prequel to Alien. Is the movie that's a the prequel to this the one where he eats his own hand when he's um, when he's stuck in a rock? Because his own hand off. <laughs> yeah, because that, he's the same yeah, character. Yeah, in the in the in the picture in the the video he sent her when he was on a mountain, I was thinking, what yeah, was that's that the movie? character from 128 hours. 128 hours, yeah. Was, yeah. So he's basically in this movie. Yeah. So that guy from 828 hours loses his arm and then <laughs> signs up for a colony program 100 yeah. years later. I also really so, enjoyed the actor from um, Big Fish. What's his name? 
Billy Crudup. Yeah, yeah he, he was, was awesome. excellent in this, doing uh, some really good I work. I just love that he inherits the captain role because the other captain dies and his first act as captain is to say, we have no time to mourn the dead <laughs> whatsoever. No funeral for you. Not even no funeral. Then, like, <laughs> let's not even talk about it. Like, move on with this. And then he's like, why doesn't anyone respect me? <laughs> like, you let them mourn their but friend. Like, I thought, like, fine, he said, we don't have time for this and we've got to focus on the mission. But then he, he, he looks at them having the funeral and, and I thought... Okay, like he's just going to let them get away with letting go. They disobeyed me. <laughs> yeah, but to his credit, though, he didn't. I said no funeral. He didn't bring it up with them. He just mentioned it to his wife. Yeah, he wanted to bring it up. It was him. interesting that they were all married because it was a future colony. I would have. Yeah, that was, that was interesting. So actually, what you did, what you didn't see was that YouTube video, which is before they go into hypersleep. It's their last sort of meal together, and James Franco. And is it just in like a really annoying couple's dinner party? Well, essentially, although yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, Billy Carter was great, and I liked the whole thing that I liked this conflict, which they didn't quite explore enough. That he was a man of faith, uh, and that the you know the company didn't quite trust him in a position of power. But he with said that. the crew don't trust me because I'm a man of faith. It's like no, they just don't like you because you wouldn't let them have a funeral, which is exactly <laughs> what a man of faith should have done. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, true. You completely went against type. <laughs> but I don't think that woman was his wife. That he was. Confiding in because she said, "God, he's annoying." To somebody, yeah, because he was annoying. <laughs> but like, whenever, whenever you walk away, I go, "God, she's annoying." I really enjoyed when his face was sucked to death by that alien, and then he birthed it. Oh, okay. can we talk about that scene? Because yeah. that was one of the most frustrating things I've ever seen. Oh. so David walks um, Billy Crudup's character uh, down to his little lair, his little lab, <laughs> where he's been genetically, and, and tells him everything. He says, he says "I'm a zoologist these days." <laughs> Billy Crudup tells him, "You need to tell me what's going on, David." And David goes, "Okay, uh, come this way." And then he does. He tells him absolutely everything. Uh, he says, "Yeah, so I've been, basically uh, I've been experimenting on, um, you know, uh, alien on life alien forms. life forms for years and trying to create the perfect creature. You know, so all those things out there, they're mine. And you know, you just saw me having a and chat with one." And then he says, one. "It's completely safe. Why don't you touch it?" Yeah, don't worry about it. Why don't you come down here? This is the really good stuff. Um, see these eggs? Oh yeah, yeah. Go have a look. But he literally says. Go on, get closer. Put no, your face in there. No, but I think, to be fair to um, Billy Crudup, what? I think he thinks those androids, I can't lie. Like, if you're thinking about, if, like, if you're thinking of, if you're on a ship, like, next generation, like, you never expect Data to lie to you. And these guys okay. have been with Walter for years, so they would just think David's the same. Yeah, fine, but if, they I'd, don't know, if I'd well, seen Data basically having a father-son <laughs> moment with an alien creature, no, then telling me Walter, that he's gone fucking cuckoo. Walter said to David, I know about you, like, you were rogue. They don't make us like you anymore, but only Walter would know the history of his own species. There's no reason for this random no, captain. I'm sorry, know. you cannot defend the actions of that lunatic captain who literally shoved <laughs> oh, his not- face <laughs> in, an, in an alien egg that was opening. Not only that, he saw something squirming around in there and still didn't move yeah, his face out of the like, way. Yeah, he was like, hmm, interesting. As a man of faith, I find well, it very intriguing. David, if David says it's okay, then I guess it's okay. My favourite scene in the whole movie, well, like two favourite scenes. A, um, Michael Fassbender cutting his hair because that was just fucking hilarious. That was your favourite scene of the movie. And B, when he teaches the other Michael Fassbender oh to play the whistle, Like two proper Irishmen. That was amazing. Um, that was, but do you know what was so good about that scene? Well, A, it's just one actor acting against nothing. Um, but it was very tense, wasn't it? It was tense. So tense. Like, what song and are they creepy. Play? And then he kisses himself later. Yeah, that was amazing, <laughs> right before he murders himself. Um, but uh, we, oh, we also need to talk about the, what I was referencing earlier. One of the most inventive action scenes I've ever seen in any alien movie was when they were taking off on the cargo lift and she goes out with a shotgun onto the, um, that landing platform and says, I got this, and ties herself 
to a rope to the ship and That's then when she we said she was cool. That was so so cool. She and was then kick ass. she catches him in a in a in a crane and then uh, like she swung into it. It was so very very well choreographed that. But I just thought why so the alien at one point was on the underneath of the ship, right? And I get that they have to um I get that they have to kill the alien or whatever, but like don't shoot the underneath of your ship with your stupid ray gun. Yeah, but the ship the ship is probably bulletproof and it wasn't a a ray gun, Kathy, was bullets. And I also hated, really disliked the character of Tennessee. Was like, oh, oh, he was so annoying. Most cliched character in the book. Oh, he wears a cowboy hat when he's piloting. Whatever. Actually, most of the characters besides um, Catherine Waterston and Billy Crudup and Michael Fassbender were completely throwaway. I didn't remember any of them. What about the and couple who were like really hot and young and sexy and of course had like an intense sex scene right before they were killed by the that alien? That frustrated me because I feel like they just had that scene so that they could put it in the trailers. Oh, was it in the trailers? It's all over the trailers because it like I, I don't know. It, it was but it's so throwaway. If you have sex in a horror movie, you have to die. So I mean, they fill that trope. Yeah. Um, but there well, was, it was I also. I feel like I've loads to say about it, but I can't remember now. We should also say it wasn't very a diverse cast. No, was it? it wasn't at all diverse. Um, they were all Americans except one guy who might have been Latino. Yeah, but Americans in the future are going to save the world with this amazing technology they have. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> They're going to colonise a planet entirely of Americans. Yeah. Um, so that doesn't surprise me at all. I just You can tell just by how animated we are about this that it was a, it was a fun cinematic. It was fun. Cinematic. And also, um, yeah, I know. I think it helped that we had very much lowered expectations, though. Like um, we weren't expecting yeah. anything from it. And look, it wasn't amazing. It really wasn't. But it was just no. It was fun. It was a fun. I'll never watch it. Coherent again. Um, horror action movie. Yeah. I would say. It was more action than than horror. But I think they sure. did the very much the right thing with that um, Dave, uh, Michael Fassbender character. If he wasn't in it, it wouldn't have been as interesting. No. Uh, and I like that they sort of tied off all the the Prometheus loose ends. Um, what else? I'm trying to think. Who cares about Prometheus Lee's end to nobody? There must be more to say about this. But yeah, awesome. Good movie experience. I'm into it. And we'll never watch or think of it again. Yeah. Um, Okay. We're out of things. Um, We'll probably do more Twitter polls coming up. Um, Yeah, we got loads of feedback. Um, Thanks to everyone who voted. Was it 75% to this one? Something like that? Something like that. Um, So nobody wanted us to see... Well, some people wanted to see (laughs) a dog's purpose. A quarter of our followers wanted to see a dog's purpose. Um, But I feel like we dodged a bullet there. So, uh, yeah, thanks to everyone who voted. If, uh, keep an eye out on our Twitter page, at The Cinemile, um, for future updates. And um, we're also on Facebook, and our website is thecinemile.com, so subscribe to us if you haven't already. And if you get a chance, please do uh, leave us a quick rating on iTunes, because um, that really helps us get noticed. Yes, and um, I forgot to say, we must do put this on Twitter. When we were moving, we found this random... Marvel DVDs that were still wrapped up in the plastic so we're going oh, to yeah. do a giveaway but we need to do it on Twitter yeah we'll do it we'll do a giveaway I don't know when we'll but I said up. to Kathy, nobody wants uh, DVDs anymore it's a Blu-ray nation honey uh, who even uses Blu-rays well Everyone I don't know I don't anything. use them we're going to well, do an okay, old so we'll school do, giveaway we'll do a giveaway no one will want them that's fine we should give away we're just basically giving away all our old uh, <laughs> old stuff that we don't want no, because we're they're brand new house. though they're not, they're not <laughs> out of the packaging does anyone want a wardrobe as well because we're giving them <laughs> yeah, away we need to get rid of wardrobe <laughs> alright okay bye bye everyone ACAST powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend 
What do you do when no one else is watching? What do you do that makes you happy for no reason at all? What are you obsessed with? I'm Leslie Arfin, and I'm a writer, but I'm also a dancer, a painter, a vapor, a dollhouse enthusiast, and basically just an overall hobbyist. My podcast, Filling the Void, is all about what other people are fanatically into. We talk about hobbies, even if you don't have one. Listen to Filling the Void on Tuesdays on the Erios Network. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.